You're listening to Smart, Friendly, Local, KSFL, LP, Portland, Portland Radio Project, and this is Songs from the Source, and thank you again for joining us here on uh, on a Sunday afternoon to, to dig into songs and songwriting and, uh, and things that move us, and I'm excited today to have, uh, have Peter Duff in the studio with me. Hello, Peter. That's good. I'm glad you're excited. Well, you know, it's always exciting to have somebody in who uh, is going to be able to, you know, kind of do something live. Because, uh, you know, I love recorded music. Well, I haven't done it yet, so don't. <laughs> Uh-oh. Maybe I should take it back before yeah. we get going. Maybe um, crash and burn. Who knows? <laughs> well, Peter, uh, thank you so much for being with us today. And uh, I got a comment on the uh, absolutely gorgeous Gibson that you've got in your hands. Thank it's a you. Classic looking guitar, yes. and uh, so tell us a little bit about you as a musician. I mean, how do you describe your style? Um, it's a it's certainly leaning towards a country type feel now. But um, I grew up playing in punk bands and various other types of bands, and uh, so I have a more of an aggressive kind of a feel. I'm certainly not a a uh, fine picker, you know. <laughs> gotcha. I'm a, I'm a lot more percussive than most probably too. Um, uh, and, and a lot of it just came from, I'm, I'm not a classically trained musician by any stretch of the imagination. So. Okay. Playing so from the heart. Basically. As a songwriter, you're, you're kind of just playing, singing what you feel and playing yes. from the heart. And, uh, yes. Now you, uh, we played one of your tracks earlier, which was, uh, was Fine Flowers. That was you and, and Tyler Carson. Correct. And uh, he plays fiddle. Yes. So, um, that had that had some feel of uh, of that you know kind of traditional, you know American music certainly, and then you know mm-hmm. we all, we stole it all from Ireland if you go back far enough. But uh, <laughs> and, uh, you well, most of it, most of it, yeah. And you originally hail from Ireland. Yes, I did. I I, I come from Ireland. I'm still actually an Irish citizen. <laughs> oh, you are. Yeah. Okay. Um, I came over here managing bands from Ireland in the in the late seventies. Oh wow. Yeah, I was lucky enough to. Uh, be right there in Dublin when things were already breaking loose with all the big bands, you know, Thin Lizzy and you know, U2, then when they came through. Nice. Uh, lots of fun, met a lot of really great people. Now, any uh, any notables that you managed or spent some time with in that era? Well, certainly um, um, the band called the Bogey Boys, which is an unfortunate name, but the, the um, guitar player from the Bogey Boys, Jimmy Smith, um, is recognized as probably the number one guitar player in Ireland right now. Wow. He's um, extraordinary. Um, he's a, um, a professor in the um, in Dublin teaching guitar and music and also has played with Peter Gabriel and he's played on the Grammys twice. So they were an extraordinary band. Oh yeah. And he, he was actually offered the job with Thin Lizzy when, uh, uh, back in the day and uh, Turned it down. <laughs> True story. And then he went to work with Peter Ch- uh, Tony Childs and various other people. Yeah. Well, now you've got a uh, you've got a, a tune for us right now. What's this tune called? Um, this tune is "Bandages and Stars," which is the title off of that particular album. And, okay. Uh, yeah, it's just a an American tune, I guess. There you go. All right, we'll we'll chat about it after you're done. So, uh, Peter Duff, everyone. Far away 
on that summer day she went far away in the fall she went far away my little rainbow went so far away A man can stumble in the dark He can stray from what is right And lose his life on the darkest of night. That is where we all are from. and stars Bandages and stars Bandages and stars Bandages and stars Bandages and stars Very nice. Um, and here, why don't we uh, tighten you up to a mic a little bit? Yeah. About. Uh, okay, got you. There you go. So. Um, Thank you. Yeah, very nice, uh, nice tune. And you know, we uh, we were talking very briefly when you arrived uh, off the air, and I want to uh-huh. kind of catch everybody up on that. Now, the the thought behind this song has a lot to do with our political climate and social. Yes. Uh, issues. The, the the big the. the seed for this song actually happened in the last election. I was just having a discussion with a friend of mine had, who had different political views, and we happened to be sitting outside of a restaurant that had an American flag on. And it just dawned on me as we we're having that conversation on how, how much I really appreciate the United States. And, and the flag um, is essentially, uh, Bandages and stars is what at least mythology says that right. Ross kind of designed it from strips of bandages and stars. And uh, if you look at that, it, it's a really powerful image. And so much has been put into creating this country. It's so sad to see so much division, derision, and um, unkindness happening right. yet again. Well, and you know, you you shared with me that you you came to the U.S. when you were about twenty. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. Nineteen, the first time I came over. About nineteen. Okay, so, um, you know, so essentially, you you're a, a long term resident, but you still are, would fall under kind of immigrant status. Yes. You know? Yes. And uh, you mentioned you have Irish citizenship as well. So, yes. um, 
you must have an interesting perspective because I, I the reason I'm kind of going down that path is I was actually on my way here today. I was listening to uh, to the radio and mm-hmm. and a conversation that was happening where a woman was uh, had immigrated from somewhere in the Middle East and she was saying that some of the power of the United States is in the immigrants. Of course, that's where we came. I mean, we're all of us. If you of go back course. far enough, we all came from Europe and different places and. Um, there's a, a sense of uh, of entitlement and entrenchment that has happened for the people that are born here in the last, you know, mm-hmm. several hundred years. To and each individual wave of immigrants, you know, there, yeah. there was a um, there was a German backlash and there was an Irish backlash. You know, at different centuries, different times. Uh, certainly, the Irish had a tough time at the beginning uh, yeah. on the East Coast, and but there was also a very strong version of that for for German people. Mm-hmm. Uh, then when it came through the different wars, et cetera, too. So, and the Japanese, of course, you know. So right. everybody gets their turn, but it, consequently we're all the same, you know. Right, yeah, it's the old the old melting pot thing. Yeah. So yeah. so in uh, in listening to that song, um, you know, you talk, the, the, the conceptualizing of, of uh, bandages and, you know, what you talk about the flag representing. Right. So you you must have an interesting perspective right now on on the current election because Do I you really want to go there. Well, not not entirely. <laughs> and here here's the thing: I don't want to get into the election conversation <laughs> right now. But um, the the crux of what I'm seeing is that uh, our current status as a democracy and uh, and you know what the United States stands for and and the beacon of hope that it has been in the world for the last you know speaking to macro level, uh-huh. I feel like it's embattled right now. It's under challenge. Yes, you know, it, and uh, it does appear that way. There's lots of changes that have happened on the international perspective of what America is yeah. over the last 15, 20 years. It's changed quite dramatically from when I came over. Yeah, well, that was I was wondering about yes. you know, when you came, what America represented yes. to you versus what it is now. At that time, and I, I think probably the same case in in most European countries, America was was actually the. Um, it, it was the ideal of everybody's ideal, mm-hmm. and uh, and it lived up to that ideal too, you know. Um, and certainly, remember my first trip over here, and and how how amazed I was to get here, and and how advanced it was, and how happy the people were in 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 a bigger sense than they are now. There's quite a change in the in the working man, particularly, and in how people live and react um, it, it's dramatically different I think than in 1979 1980 yeah um, even though there was a lot of economic strife at the time um, people seem to still have a better sense of self and a better purpose and and certainly I seem to have a better wealth from their labor yeah and more time yeah. But that's true, I think, all over the world to I, some extent. Yeah, to some extent, it's interesting, though. So, well, not to meander too far down that path, but yeah, we, we could go down there for a long time, my friend. You've uh, you got another song for us? I do, and actually, I, I kind of changed it. I was going to do something else, but I, I think I'll do um, something that reflects what we're talking about. Um, it's, a, it's a traditional song called "The Lakes of Punch Train," which was um, originally an Irish song 200 years ago that came over and it talks about um, Irish immigrants going to New Orleans 200 years ago mm. and uh, that was one of the saddest one one of us, a sad tale uh, Irish immigrants who would speak Irish dropped off on the docks in 
in uh, New Orleans in you know 120 degree heat or whatever, not knowing the language, not understanding what they were even looking at, and the, the historical tales of the time tell of them getting off the boat and basically just sitting down and not moving, and some of them just dying because they couldn't figure out what they were even looking at. Wow. But this song went back to Ireland, went back over here, became more of a, ra there's railroad versions of it, there's, um, and uh, then went back in the 60s to Ireland with Paul Brady, and that's who I heard it from, and um, um, this is my take on it. All right, Poncha okay, Train. Lakes of Poncha Train. Black ringlets fell 
try to paint her beauty I swear would be in vain So handsome was my Creole girl by the lakes of Pontchartrain So I asked her if she'd marry me she said, this could never be For she had a lover And he was far at sea She swore that she would wait for him And true she would remain That she would wait for Creole train So fare thee well my bunny young girl I may never see you no more But I'll never forget your kindness in the cottage by the shore And that each soul shall gather in flowing glass I'll raise and I'll drink to the health of my Creole girl by the lakes of Pontchartrain It was on one bright March morning when I bid New Orleans adieu. Very nice song. Thank you. That's uh it's an awesome song. Yeah, that's uh, that's some good stuff right there. I I love you know it's funny when you hear you hear something that's a traditional tune. There's an essence to it. There that yeah. you know all of us as songwriters, I feel like we're all trying to grab onto that. Yeah. And uh, you know, I think I've got a few and that I've written that I feel like you know maybe I don't know fifty years from now somebody it has might to be still seasoned through might, people. Yeah, it might it might you know I was actually it's funny you talk about uh, in Ireland and. I was in, uh, I think I've told this story before, but it's fitting. I, I have a, a particular tune of mine called All These Many Years that I wrote, and uh, I was in a, a pub in Galway, and I played it, and this woman took out a piece of paper and started feverishly like writing the lyrics down, oh. and she asked me what the song was, and I said, well, it's an original tune. She's like, oh, I think I might, I might put this in my rotation if you're okay with that, and I so certainly, you know, here's my name information. Nice. So what, what I worry about is that someday that song will rotate around Ireland enough and then it'll come back. And then there'll be, the, if I, you know, you know, say I ever become well-known enough that that song will someday be uncovered as a traditional Irish tune and I'll be, <laughs> I'll be discredited and won't be able to prove that I actually wrote it. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. We're hanging out in Galway. That's it's quite a musical spot, Galway. It really is. Have yeah. you heard the tale of... Um, a, a, a 
Sharon Shannon, uh, who plays uh, um, Squeezebox, you know, she's quite famous. She she walked into a bar and, and uh, Steve, uh, Steve Earle was behind the bar pulling pints and uh, John Hyatt was sitting in the bar drinking. And that was a bit all that was in there for a session. <laughs> <two guys>. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Ireland's kind of like that. You never know what kind of musicians you're going to run into. <laughs> yeah. That would have been ideal. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Well, um, you want to uh, you want to take us out with one more song? Yeah. Uh, what you got for us? Well, we could um, we could change it. I guess that's a little heavy. Well, because this is a little heavy too, but it has a lightness to it. <laughs> this is a this is an old blues song that I wrote about thirty years ago. Okay. I, I worked with a couple of blues bands, and and uh, it's becoming somewhat traditional. <laughs> there you go. <laughs>
Nice. <laughs> nice tune. <laughs> way, to, way to self-edit for the radio. I appreciate <laughs> right, that. I know. I just, I just got there, and I wasn't quite sure. <laughs> Very good. Well, you know, and I, I got to say that, uh, you know, I've enjoyed having you in today because uh, you're, you, you've, got your, you've got your finger on the pulse of what's going on. And I think about that line, the, the boss done stole my money. I can't get a dollar for my pay. Yeah. Makes me think about some of the uh, interesting economic times we live in. Yeah. yeah. All the hardworking, wonderful musicians around town trying to do that. Can't get a dollar. Yeah. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you so much for being on again, Peter Duff. And we'll get this up for a, a podcast in the next week or so, and uh, we'll be able to, to share that. We'll point people to your uh, yeah your Facebook and gigs. And where can people see you next? Well, I am uh, doing a Friday night residency with Daniel Rosales, who's a, a wonderful uh, Spanish guitar player. Okay. And we do this thing where we have the the raucous Irish guy on one side, and we have the kind of classically trained uh, Spanish guitar player on the other side. We <laughs> it together down in Oregon City in um, Mesa Fresca every Friday. Nice. So we've got that going on. Okay. Well, and like I said, we'll get people uh, to Great. your social media connections and whatnot. But uh, again, thank you so much. And, thank you and because much. I can't help myself, I'm going to take us out with a Thin Lizzy tune. Fantastic. <laughs> this is The Boys Are Back in Town, Portland yeah. Radio Project. <laughs>